Great to be with you this morning, Tim. You know, I mentioned that, and you're, you're telling me the, the in-person portion of everything uh, con- concluded on Monday, and you folks were able to get out of Charlotte. But at least for a couple of days, Sunday, Monday, as folks were arriving and settling in, if you happen to be in Charlotte, I guess you noticed there was a convention going on. Unlike the Democrats in Milwaukee, it was just another day in Milwaukee last week uh, without the Democrats being there. Y'all were able to do a few things uh, in person, including that roll call of the states. Right. We assembled in person and we conducted the uh, the roll call of the, uh, for our presidential nominee as we were required to do by our rules. And and, uh, and and then we returned to our homes and we're watching the rest of the convention on television uh, along with everyone else in America. Well, now your impressions of what you've seen to this point, you and the rest of us watching as this thing goes along, watching as this week unfolds, and the opportunity, and people can do this and people will, and listen, that's what elections are about, compare and contrast what we saw a week ago with the Democrats and their virtual convention. Uh, what are the, what are the takeaways for you as you looked at the Democrats a week ago and watched the Republicans now? Well, I've been amazed at the television programming, and I'm looking forward to uh uh, tonight and tomorrow's uh, uh, programming as well. I mean, I, I thought uh, Nikki Haley, the former governor of South Carolina and ambassador to the United Nations, gave a, a very powerful uh, uh, speech uh, last night along with uh, uh, South Carolina Senator Tim Scott. I was uh, uh, impressed by the First Lady's speech last night. I think it's uh, been a very impressive uh, set of programming. You know, I, David Schaefer, the chair of the Georgia Republican Party, and we actually played the, pretty much the whole thing because it didn't take long. It was only about three minutes. Uh, Herschel Walker's speech of night before last. Herschel Walker, of course, a very familiar name in these parts. I don't want to. I don't want to get over my skis on this. I don't want to get caught up in the moment here. But it occurred to me in watching that and listening to Herschel, who, to mix the metaphor, hit a home run with his speech, at least in my estimation. I, can something like that, a Herschel Walker, a, a revered figure here in Georgia, can something like that move the needle in terms of, of voter turnout and election outcomes? We, we see polls that suggest it's close, and we'll get to that in a moment. But, but can a Herschel Walker moment make a difference in a state like Georgia? Well, obviously, um, you know, Herschel's a revered uh, uh, figure here in Georgia among the citizens of the Bulldog Nation and, and, and beyond. And I think He's someone who knows Donald Trump personally. He's known him for uh, more than uh, 30 years, and I think it was a powerful testimonial. And I think pe- if people approach this election with uh, open eyes and ears, it'll, it will have an impact. Now, about those polls that I mentioned, uh, you see them, too, and you hear all the talk and all the suggestion, David Schaefer, chair of the Georgia Republican Party, that Georgia is now a battleground state, uh, and the Democrats may be tempted to throw some money in here. The Republicans may have to respond in kind if you're not a battleground state. I mean, let's put it this way. Neither side's going to spend money in Utah. Neither side's going to spend money in Massachusetts. But are now both sides going to be compelled to spend money in Georgia? It will be close. I mean, the the uh, and and we are ramping up for what we believe will be a, a close election. And I'm I'm very happy with our preparations. We've got uh, more than a hundred people on the uh, staff payroll of the Georgia Republican Party. We've organized uh, more than eight thousand volunteers that have already made five and a half million uh, voter contacts because we recognize that. Uh, um, that this election environment will be challenging. We're, we're fighting a false narrative that uh, has been um, 
you know, publicized by the mainstream uh, news media, which is, you know, fully allied with the, the uh, Democratic Party for the last uh, four years. We've got to overcome that. We've got to overcome all of these groups that are sort of funded by these, uh, uh, all these out-of-state groups that are uh, funded by dark money as well that, that seem to work in concert with the, the Democratic Party. Well, now, those things were true four years ago, David Schaefer. I, I keep making this point, uh, especially, and we'll get to the Senate races and other races here in a moment, but I want to focus on the president for another quick moment here. I made this point and frequently do. Four years ago, you mentioned the mainstream media that in lockstep against President Trump. Well, that was true against candidate Trump. That was He didn't get a fair shake in 2016. I don't know why I would expect one this time around. But more than that, four years ago, remember, and I can't think of anything that that compares to this, and certainly not in my lifetime. He won not only defeating 17 or 18 Democrats through a primary season, some of them well-known and well-heeled. He, he beat those folks back, and then he beat back the Hillary machine, and he did that without the support, the endorsement, probably even the votes of not only the last two Republican presidents, but the last two Republican presidential nominees. I, I, I can't think of anything that compares to that. Uh, so that being the case, that, that he was able to do all that then, is the hill any taller this time around? Is it any steeper this time around in trying to climb and get back in for another four years? Well, I mean, they just had four years just to continually um, beat on him. And, uh, and, 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 you know, so I, that has to be reflected in the calculation. I, look, I think he did, you know, he's done an amazing job as president before this pandemic struck. You know, he had achieved the lowest unemployment rate in the history of America, and not not just the the, the lowest unemployment rate for the whole country, but for virtually every segment of the country, the lowest unemployment rate in the history of the country for African Americans, for Hispanics. I think it was the lowest unemployment rate for for women in over seventy years, and um, and and, you're, and and the country took a hit, obviously because of the pandemic. But you're already seeing us. Uh, come back from that, and I think that uh, you know that's a, attributable to the the leadership that he's uh, uh, provided. It's been absolutely unprecedented. But if you listen to the nightly news, I mean, it's just a, he's just they just pound him night after night, and so we're up against something much more than the Democratic Party. Uh, David Schaefer, chair of the Georgia Republican Party. I, I couldn't help but note uh, in your in your recitation uh, the, the roll call of the states there, from the Golden Isles to Lookout Mountains, home of Governor Brian Kemp, home of Senator David Perdue. You ain't said nothing about home of Senator Kelly Leffler. Is that you just trying to keep your thumb off the scale? You got another Republican in there and Doug Collins. Are you just trying to stay out of that one? Well, we are neutral in the in, in races with more than one Republican candidate. But what I tried to do, I picked the southwestern, I'm sorry, the southeasternmost point that I could think of, and the northwesternmost point, and I picked the highest ranking uh, uh, state Republican elected official, the governor, and the highest ranking uh, uh, federal Republican elected official, our senior senator David Perdue, and I mentioned them and. And I didn't mention any of the other 10.6 billion people who live in the state. There are all the places in between Lookout Mountain and 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 the Golden Isles, um, um, because they only gave me 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> now, now it is the Democrats' hope, and I would imagine your fear uh, that that that. that 
Collins and Leffler are going to beat each other up to the point where somebody like Raphael Warnock can slip in maybe even without a runoff. Uh, you get him into a runoff, and I think the expectation would be that either Republican would prevail. At least that's been the history of these things. But is, it, is, is there a calculation, is there some data out there, some polling that suggests the Democrats might have a wish come true here? I think the runoff will have one Republican candidate and one uh, Democratic candidate, and I think we'll win the, the runoff. That's certainly what we'll be prepared to um, prepared for um, on the day after the, the general election to move all of this infrastructure, this grassroots infrastructure we've built behind the, the one Republican candidate that we believe will be in the, the general election runoff. Don David Schaefer, chair of the Georgia Republican Party. We will leave it there. Well, thank you for your time this morning. Great to be with you, Tim, as always. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.